Hello, sweethearts. Happy New Year, friends, and thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, the podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. In the first episode of our first time series this month in January, it is a love letter to amusement parks. Oh, amusement parks, you aren't just for thrill seekers or adrenaline junkies. You represent vacation destinations, time spent with family and friends, overcoming fears, celebrating end of school years and escapes from reality. But your long and storied history is far more interesting. I'm Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me today for this love letter to amusement parks, coming to you right after a brief word from our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. amusement parks, almost all of us have an early childhood memory of going to one of you. Many of us also remember the first time we rode a roller coaster, the sounds and squeals associated with the sense of adventure that that ride gives us. Looking at your history actually gives us an important insight into the evolution of our cultural norms and technological advancement, as well as our political and economic climates. For many people, the phrase amusement park conjures images of Disneyland, the Magic Kingdom, Six Flags, or their favorite water parks. For others, they may think more along the lines of Coney Island or other regional parks like Cedar Point or Kings Island. But although you have evolved and advanced with the times, you are definitely not new. People have been looking for ways to amuse and thrill themselves since the beginning of time and those with entrepreneurial minds have been quick to provide those attractions and thrills for people wanting to part with their money. The 1920s were considered to be your golden age, with more than 2,000 parks and roller coasters in the United States alone. After all, it was the Roaring Twenties, and people were eager for entertainment. Soon, playgrounds for even the average American started popping up everywhere, especially along coastlines. These playgrounds were popular not just for the rides, but for the food, fortune tellers, carnival games, live shows, and even vaudeville acts. The Great Depression, followed by World War II, ended many of your ranks, and your resurgence didn't happen until Disneyland was built in 1955 in Anaheim, California. Then the rebirth of the roller coaster happened in the early 1970s, which ushered in the era of bigger, 
faster, steeper, and scarier rides. It's difficult to pinpoint exactly when the concept of you first started, because fairs and religious festivals were a precursor to the modern-day amusement or theme parks. For the majority of humanity, these festivals needed to be centered around religion or whatever was kind of accepted in your area in order to be socially acceptable. The religious festivals and fairs in England were some of the first recorded and date back to St. Bartholomew's in London in 1102. These fairs and festivals were always given in honor of a saint, and the prophets would go directly to the church. In 1199, King John allowed the Leper Chapel in Cambridge to hold a fair in order to raise money for the lepers. It became known as the Stourbridge Annual Affair. At its most popular, it was the largest fair in Europe. It is believed to be the inspiration for the ancient festival called Vanity Fair in John Bunyan's novel, The Pilgrim's Progress. These were far more like a local carnival than an amusement park, but the idea had started. These local fairs became less important as the access to transportation became more available and people were able to travel to larger amusement parks further away from their homes. Most historians agree that you, the first actual amusement park, were located in Bakken, Denmark and opened in 1583. Named the Deer Pastures Hill, but commonly referred to as just Bakken, the first park is located north of Copenhagen and is the world's oldest operating amusement park. But unlike most other amusement parks, admission to Bakken is free. Almost all of Europe's early amusement parks were set in royal pleasure gardens, often with natural springs. Bakken is no exception. England's oldest amusement park is Valhall Gardens in London and dates back to the 17th century. Located on the south bank of the Thames, on several acres of pleasure gardens, it provided a break from the crowds and filth of London. Valhall Gardens had paintings and sculptures to admire, live music, and even a resident fortune-telling hermit. By the early 1800s, it had advanced into firework displays and circus-type sideshows. Sadly, it closed for good in 1859. Another significant early amusement park was Tivoli Gardens in Denmark. First opened in 1843, it included attractions like the uniformed Tivoli Boys Guard, who would parade around the park playing music. It soon added a pantomime theater, and by the early 1900s had a roller coaster, bumper cars, and carousels. It was a great influence on Walt Disney, and you can see many elements of Tivoli Gardens in the Disney parks. Nazi sympathizers tried to burn Tivoli Gardens down during World War II, but failed to destroy the park. After closing for a few weeks for repairs, it reopened and remains open still today. The first roller coaster in America opened at Coney Island in New York on June 16, 1884. It was called the Switchback Gravity Pleasure Railway and was designed after old mine trains. Riders traveled at a lightning-fast pace of six miles per hour. Anyone could go on this thrill ride for a nickel. News of the first roller coaster in America traveled fast and brought many visitors to Coney Island. A staple at almost all of you amusement parks is the Ferris wheel. 
It was originally designed for the World's Columbian Exposition of 1893 in Chicago. It bears the name of its designer, George Washington Gale Ferris, Jr., who was an American bridge and tunnel engineer. Today's versions of you are still strongly inspired by their predecessors, but have benefited greatly from advancements in technology. While the layouts and concepts of the park may not have changed a great deal, the rides themselves are a far cry from anything seen before. Some amusement park historians name Russian ice slides, whose popularity dates all the way back to the 16th century as the earliest version of what we would now call a roller coaster. Believe it or not, Catherine the Great is credited with the first roller coaster, nothing like what we think of today. Although there were no mechanical parts, there were still engineering principles put to use when people enjoyed riding on the ice slides. Sand was used to create friction in order to slow riders down towards the end, and iron runners were put on the bottom of wooden sleds to increase speeds. In 1959, Disney opened the Matterhorn, which was the first modern-day roller coaster not made from wood, which allowed more movement, looping, and greater speed. Fortunately, as advancements in engineering and technology continue to allow thrill-seekers the ability to enjoy rides with greater speed, heights, drops, twists, and g-forces, our ability to keep riders safe has increased as well. As of 2021, the fastest roller coaster in the United States is the King Ka at Six Flags Great Adventure Park in Jackson, New Jersey. It goes an amazing 128 miles per hour and reaches a height of 456 feet at a 90-degree angle. Until 2010, though, the King Ka was the fastest roller coaster in the world, but it was surpassed by Formula Rasa at Ferrari World in Abu Dhabi. It is now the world's fastest roller coaster, reaching a maximum speed of 149 miles per hour. Now, the most popular versions of you amusement parks are almost always theme parks like Disney World or Universal Studios that aren't just known for their rides, but for their overall theme. However, the general amusement park is still alive and well. According to CNN Travel, 235 million people visited theme and amusement parks in 2015. It may not be surprising that Disney dominated the list of the most popular parks to visit. At the very top of the list was the Magic Kingdom, followed by Disneyland and Anaheim. Tokyo Disneyland came in third place, Universal Studio Japan was number four, and Tokyo Disney Sea was in the number five spot. Europe's most popular and visited theme park is called Europa Park and is located in Rust, Germany, with an estimated 5.5 million visitors a year. You are extraordinarily popular across the entire world. You, as an industry, are projected to reach over $72 billion by 2025. Needless to say, amusement parks, you are here to stay. We haven't lost our desire to be thrilled or to find that adrenaline rush by being dropped, flung, or looped around at high speeds. With roller coasters already reaching almost 150 miles per hour, it's hard to imagine what your future might hold for us. 
Here's to you, St. Bartholomew's Festival, Bakken, Coney Island, and all the other early amusement parks along the way. You have thrilled us for centuries, even before the rides were fast and high. You've provided entertainment and joy for countless people over the years, and there's no doubt that you will continue to do so in the future. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Love Letters 2. Until we meet again, darlings, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings, stay in love.